Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Dear KB. My name is Kristen Brown. I'm a self-love mastery and relationship healing author, life coach, and the host of the Sweet Empowerment Podcast. And I'm here today to answer one of my subscribers' questions, which is, is it okay to date a newly divorced or separated person? And this is truly an excellent question. I'm so glad that it was asked of me because there is so many nuances when it comes to this situation that, you know, I could spend four hours discussing this on a live video. So I'm going to try to touch the tops of the waves of each of these, but hopefully I'm going to give you enough information that you can process through because my ultimate goal as a coach and a teacher and a healer in the world is to help you become your own authority. And we have to do that by taking in information from the world, processing it through our higher self and deciding what is right and true for us. Now off the start, right away, you'd probably hear from people, oh my gosh, don't date someone who is newly divorced or separated. And um, I understand that way of thinking. In fact, for the most part, but stay with me here because I have a lot to unpack. For the most part, I would say that is true. And I'm going to give you the reasons why that's true, but I'm also going to give you some reasons why that may not be true. First of all, there's a lot of things like how long has it been, what the relationship was like with their former person, um, is there, were they the one that left or asked for the divorce or was it the other person? It was the separation created because the two parties were hoping to just create some space between them so that they could maybe rekindle or go through some set therapy and figure some things out. I mean, as you can see, this can be a very, very complicated topic. Off the top, I was watching something the other day, it was probably about two or three weeks ago, where the a woman said to a man, he had just gotten divorced and he started to date her. And she said, oh, you just got divorced. She said, call me back in a year and a half. And after you have dated five people. And I understood this. I got exactly why she did this. And I think it's a very powerhouse move. It's a very empowering move because when people are freshly out of divorce, chances are there's stuff that's going on and you can be, it can be really risky to date somebody who is fresh out of a relationship. Now I've done this in one relationship and that was, they had been separated for three years. They were not together romantically. And it was really just a matter of signing the piece of paper and that relationship with that person didn't work out. Then I was with another person who was freshly out of a relationship for six months and I married him. So as you can see, there's a lot of variables here, you guys. So here's what I want you to consider. I want you first to consider what it is that you want. This is about putting yourself in the power seat of your own life. Okay. Do you want a person who may not be healed from a previous relationship? That's the first question to ask you and ask to ask yourself. And if the answer is, oh, no, that'd be fine. Then I want you to ask yourself another question. Do I believe that I can fix, change, or heal another person? Do I believe that my love is so great that I could actually heal another person? Okay. The thing is, is that a lot of times as recovering people pleasers, we are the nurturers in the world. We are the lovers. We are the givers. And all you have to do is give us a little sob story and maybe have some tears well up in your eyes. And we're ready to gather you up, and put you on our lap and put you at our teat and pet you until you feel better. Okay. That's what we tend to want to do. We want to rescue and save people and make them feel better. And that's beautiful that we have that instinct inside of us. But when that's 
our sole motive is that, okay, I can, this person is so great that I know that my love is going to heal them. It doesn't work. That's something that I would really consider when you're looking at this. The next thing I would consider is what is the current relationship that the person is that you're looking to date that is either newly divorced or separated? What is that person's current relationship with their current or former partner? Now, I'm asking this question for many reasons. Number one, if there's a lot of hatred, a lot of animosity, a lot of fighting going on, then that means that relationship hasn't truly energetically separated to a place that it's functional. It's it's still pretty enmeshed. There's a lot of harsh feelings going on. And that tells me that your person is not going to be able to show up to your relationship in a whole way because they're still grappling with this that's going over here. Also, I would consider, did your person that you want to date did your person exit that relationship and request the divorce or separation or did their partner? A lot of times if the person requested it, then chances are, not always because there is no absolutes, chances are that person had enough of enough and they just can't take it anymore and they had to leave. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they have healed from the relationship, that they have properly grieved the relationship or if they had made that that energetic separation from their former partner. Now, if the other the part their partner was the one that requested the divorce or the separation, then this person could be feeling walking around, your person could be walking around with a lot of feelings of I don't matter, I'm not enough. They could be bitter, they could be incredibly sad or depressed or anxious or have all kinds of things going on inside of them, which means that they're truly not ready for another relationship. Here's what I know for sure. For the most part, when you enter into a new relationship, the optimal place to be is someone who has been single for a while and who has done the work on themselves because relationships are complicated, they're messy, and especially if there's they've been for an extended period of time. And let's just add that factor in of little children. If there is children, whether they are little or grown, if they are intermixed in there, then that can be another issue, okay? There's a lot of feelings that comes that come with divorce or separations, okay? And I just would like to see you have yourself in a place that you're willing to let whoever this person is to handle their business, handle their emotional business, work on their traumas, work on their dramas, work on the things, and if at all possible, work on the relationship with their ex, especially if they have children, so that they can have a very, at least um, amicable or workable relationship with their ex. Again, sky's the limits with variables with that. But here's what I know for sure. Just because somebody is friends with their ex or has a workable relationship with their ex doesn't mean they want their ex back. And if that's going to be threatening to you from the beginning, you might want to look inside and say, hmm, would I rather be with someone who is you know, fighting constantly with their ex who's upsetting my current partner, or would I rather them have an amicable relationship? So if you're feeling jealous or that this is not going to work for you, then that's something to work on inside of yourself. Because I know for personal experience that if you have a really good workable relationship with your former partner, especially when there's children involved, then it's going to bring peace to all the other relationships that surround it. So me working on my relationship with my former husbands has actually brought peace to my current husband, if you get what I'm saying. 
So I want to leave this with four questions that you can ask yourself. If you find yourself wanting to date somebody or starting to date somebody who is newly divorced or separated. And the reason why I say that you might be dating them already is because sometimes we don't know. I was dating a guy and I actually put this story in my book, my brand new released book, The Recovering People Pleaser, A Spiritual Guide to Reclaim Your True Worth and Attract the Love You Deserve that is now on Amazon and 40,000 other booksellers. I actually told this story in there where I started to date this guy and I thought he was the, the most amazing guy. I mean, he was, for all practical purposes, he 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 checked all the boxes and after some time that we were dating and the I love you's were exchanged and you're so great, I think you're so amazing and all those things that he said to me, he invited me to lunch one day only to drop the bomb that he was still married. And I kind of flew out of the booth and I was like, whoa, I mean, this. of course you are because my life was a little bit of a mess at that point. However, he said they had been divorced for, th- or, or I'm sorry, separated for three years and that they hadn't had... Um, romantic exchanges in that three years. So to me, it seemed like it was okay. However, when he started to actually go through the divorce project process project, that's funny, he dumped me. And so, you know, there really, really is no hard and fast rule about if you should date somebody that is just getting out of a relationship or not. Like I said, there was that situation where he'd been separated for three years, but that didn't work out. And then my current husband was six months out of a relationship and we're married now and been together for 10 years. Okay. So the questions I want you to ask your person, and I don't mean this is sort of a drilling kind of a way. I mean, these are questions that are going to open up further dialogue and give you glimpses into their heart, into their mind, so they can share with you what's going on. And hopefully they're going to be honest with you. So one of the questions could be, what did you learn from that relationship, from your former relationship? Now, this will give you an indicator about where they're at on the healing journey. They might say, you know, I didn't speak up enough. Um, I accepted things that were not okay. I realized I don't want someone who's a heavy drinker. You know, I got to find somebody who I actually like their family of origin. I mean, if this person has done some thinking about it, and that's telling me that they're healing, that they're working through the process of healing, okay? The second question you could ask is what would you do differently now? Which means you went into this relationship as a certain type of human being because we're always growing and evolving. So if you would enter into, into another relationship now, what would you change? What would you improve? What would you upgrade? What would you do that you didn't do? And see what they have to say. Again, you're looking for very thoughtful responses where the person has really processed through the relationship and you feel like, you know what? They kind of get it. Here's the other thing. I'm going to throw this complete caveat into here. And this is why I said this is a complicated topic because sometimes people stay with some their partner for decades, decades. And that relationship was long over. They have actually done all the healing and all the grieving within the relationship, as is the case that someone that I'm very close to had done. And this person found their absolute optimal partner like two months after they separated from their person and that that relationship is healthy. They communicate like all the things that a healthy relationship could be where he's just hitting himself in the head saying, can this be real? Actually, there's two in my life right now too. And both of those people I'm like, yeah, you have mourned, you have grown, you have looked, you have 
searched. You have done actually healing work within the relationship. So sometimes, yes, a person may come out of the relationship and they're ready, but a lot of times they're not. So it is a risky move. That's why I'm having you ask these questions or I'm inviting you to ask these questions so that you can get a little bit deeper into their psyche. By the way, deep conversations like this are what will bond people together. Vulnerable and open conversations will bond people together. Plus, you will be getting great information from your new prospective partner. The next one that you can ask is, can you see yourself married again someday? People that are very bitter and they had a horrible marital relationship, they might say like, heck no, there's no way I will ever get married again. And you know, that's something that you need to consider for two reasons. One, if you're someone who wants to get married and your person is straight up telling you they don't want to, you need to consider that to be the truth right now in the reality. And you might consider dipping out of that relationship so that you can move forward and find somebody who actually wants to get married. Because I promise you, everybody, men and women want to be married equally like the statistics show. This is not just a woman thing that men enjoy that monogamous committed relationship as equally as women do. And the next question is, what are you most looking for in a partner? So many times after we have had what we don't want, we get really, really clear on what it is that we do want. So ask them, like, what are you looking for? You know, hopefully at this stage in the game, you're just in the talking stage because I never, ever, ever recommend people jumping into bed with anybody too soon, because what happens is, is certain hormones are released and then we get addicted to the hormones and we think it's love. We call it love. And we're so um, overly obsessed and committed with them when really they hadn't earned our true affection yet. They haven't really earned our true love, so to speak, but we get addicted to the hormones, which creates a mask in front of us or a filter in front of us where we may not be able to see their true behavior clearly. So asking yourself something like asking them what they're looking for in a, another partner, you want to hear things like this. I want someone who's honest. I want someone who's loyal. I want someone who's good with money. I want someone who doesn't have addictions. I want somebody who is easygoing and enjoys my children. I want somebody who works together as a team. All of those things are a big fat green check mark, like on your text emojis. Those are all green lights because they're true introspective things where the person may have been super young when they hooked up with their person before and they didn't even know what to ask for. That was my case. So in one of my relationships, so you want to ask them, like, what have you learned? And, and what do you know now about yourself that would work good with you? Now, if they give you an answer when you ask, what are you most looking for in a partner? Something like, I don't know, or I'm not really sure that partner's out there, or, oh, I just want great sex and connection, or I'm really not sure. When, you, when they answer with questions like this, this is them telling you inadvertently, that they really don't know themselves and that they are not healed or at least on the healing path. So I, I know I unpacked a lot for you guys today. This is a really big topic and one that I have waited a little bit of time, considerable, considerable amount of time so I could wrap my head around what I was going to share with you guys, because I know I didn't want to confuse you even more, but the bottom, bottom, bottom line of this episode for you guys is what I want you to understand. It's so important. The most important thing is to use discernment and your inner knowing before you have sex with them. Wait, 
Cultivate a friendship first. See what they're all about first. Don't just jump into bed thinking you're going to save them or you're going to be the best sex they ever had and they're never going to leave you because I promise you that's that never does anything. So take some time, get to know them, have these amazing conversations and don't just ask these questions. Ask tons of questions and be open to answering questions for them as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed this really in-depth episode. And if you are new here, I invite you to subscribe and turn on notifications. And please know that this Dear KB aspect of my YouTube channel is just a portion of my channel. It's a playlist where I answer my subscribers' questions specifically. So if you have any questions, be sure to comment in any of the comment sections on any of my YouTube videos. And I will add your question to my queue. If it's something that's going to require more than a quick response, I will add it to my queue and I will address it here on one of my future Dear KB episodes. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Peace.